All right, we are recording. Welcome to another episode of the NFR Cycling Podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and we've got uh, our other host, Rob. How you doing? Good, good, brother. Good to see you again. Good to be here again. It is good. I, I'm uh, I'm enjoying that we're starting to get uh, more of these out. I think the last episode yeah. we talked about the the new cadence that every two weeks. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Staying on track with that, that's good. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna stay on that. So again, every Sunday evening, uh, you'll see these hitting your uh, your podcast uh, feed or player or whatever we want to call it. And uh, it'll also <clears throat> excuse me, it'll also be on YouTube. So this will be the second yeah. one with video recorded. Yeah. Uh, so you can see how dorky I look as I look around and try to do notes and things. Um, <laughs> second one on YouTube. So like we're that's that's fun. Moving right along, bro. Having a good time. Yeah. I'm, I'm bummed about my camera setup because like we can't really see the <laughs> the NFR NFR swag, but um, we'll we'll keep tailoring this as we as we yeah. get more of the video stuff going. Yeah, as we keep going, for sure. Yeah, and the the you know the this may or may not be some foreshadowing to for things other people can buy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're not sure of uh, of what I'm talking about, then you should go see this on YouTube instead of just listening to it. <laughs> and when you're there subscribe and like and do all that fun stuff Please. to help the algorithm yeah. give us a big hug and get this content content out to more people like yourselves because again as we talked about in the last episode we are <clears throat> trying to build this community of cyclists and athletes and i think we're going to talk about what that athlete label might mean and not mean uh in this in this particular episode um so yeah more people is is better Yes, it is. Okay, I'm also I'm also drinking this evening because it's, <laughs> it's it's late in Massachusetts. I've had I a just long day. Empty Topo Chico. That's all I got. Yeah. I've still got dinner, so we're three hours apart. So Eric's ahead. Plus, I got a little event coming up a couple of days, so I'm yeah. waiting. Sunday night, Saturday night, Saturday okay. night. So like that that goes into that goes into part of the news. You have an event coming up. Let's talk about that. All right, so Saturday, the 25th, so by the time this is up, this is over, but I'll be going up to the Grizzly, so the uh, Grizzly 75K, so the last time I was there was 2019, mm-hmm. 75K I think is 47 miles or whatever, it's a long ass way, man, just <laughs> under 8,000 feet of climbing, Um it's well, it is. And I think down here today, Corona area, it is uh, almost 100 degrees. The start. Oh, that is that is not the weather dude, here, by the way. Yeah, it's not what you got at all. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have thunder storms forecast with I want to say and I hope it's getting better. 60, 40, 60 percent chance of rain, dude. Well, so that is the that, weather here. We've had yo, thunderstorms and rain all day. Oh, dude. So. Yes, no thunderstorms, no rain, um, but that's coming up, man. Today is Thursday for me, uh, so I'm going up to Big okay, Bear so tomorrow. It's, it's Thursday. You're going up to Big Bear tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Have, so today is Thursday as we record. Yep. Um, you're going up tomorrow, Yes. and the race is Saturday or Sunday? Saturday morning, 0730. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I, I can't tell everybody to wish you luck because you'll be done by the time they... <laughs> They hear this, the unfortunate time travel of, of recording and right. podcasting and all that stuff. But uh, I guess on the next podcast, we'll be able to yeah. say how you won. And 
I it like was, that. <laughs> it was perfectly sunny and no rain, just enough to give you some hero dirt before you started. I'll it's take that. Great. I'll yep. take that. I'll take whatever good stuff we can get, man. <clears throat> what are um, what are the top uh, like two or three things on your mind as you as you get ready for the day? Today, so I mean, I've pretty much, man, I've been sleeping well. Talking about equipment, you know, and you use HRV stuff, so sleep qualities through the roof. Everything's doing super good. I take days off of work, so basically, I've hit my kind of top two. I would say I had a great night of sleep. Been eating, thirty minute workout with some short intervals. Mm-hmm. Bam, here I am here. Wash today is basically just putting everything into the bag and organizing it, and it's pretty mm-hmm. much it, man. Eat some chow and chill out, and tomorrow's just a finally final little short leg, uh, you know, primer, man. Nice, super close. <laughs> so you've got um, you mentioned some training equipment there for a second, right? And in, in the last podcast episode, we talked about like pre, during, and post-ride mm. equipment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in, in in a future episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about performance equipment and things yeah. uh, that 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 you've been using and exploring uh, around uh, uh, breath and breathing and, and, and some fun stuff like that. So uh, people should stay tuned yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yep. Awesome. Uh, that, that, I think that's kind of the news that, that wraps up most of, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, would you say breath, breathing? Another one is breaks. I'll tease. So ah, okay. the concept of getting faster <laughs> without necessarily getting fitter on the bike specifically, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Is this, is this how, like, I don't ever really use my brakes <laughs> or using them less is better provided we keep the rubber side down. So ah, okay. talk about some stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. All right, cool. Um, we'll look forward to that. Uh, and then we've got some, some other things that I think are going to come up on, on YouTube, but we'll, I'll, I'll announce those when they launch. Um, right on. Cool. All right. So the episode for today, uh, uh, is, is, uh, let's see, what's the inspired by, maybe I should stop drinking is inspired by, um, <laughs> It hasn't been long enough. It hasn't hit Hold me yet. Hold that thing up. Where are you at now? <laughs> uh, I'm not very far. Like, okay. Not very yeah. far. No. It, I'm, right. I'm sipping. It's fine. This is... <laughs> it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, was inspired by kind of an epiphany you had recently, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to let you tell the rest of that story so I don't steal any thunder. Uh, it's hard to give a title to this episode based off of that, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So... Yeah. Yeah, I think, and so me and Eric are typically talking pre and then kind of post cast stuff here. Um, and I was telling him I was watching, and again, kudos to to Ben Goyette, who's always posting these, you know, race footage. That was the one we were talking about, just different ways to train. And I was watching some video, specifically some video of him doing some of the grizzly stuff. So I think they contracted him because it says, hey, sponsored by Grizzly and he's doing some, you know, uh, certain descent pieces, single tra- stuff mm-hmm. I'm super familiar with because I've been like really drilling down. Right. So like I was telling you, for whatever reason, Ben always puts stuff in Kalam. It's all metric. His accent tells me French Canadian or something. He's, he's, you know, so I think he just puts it up because that's his deal. So I have to sit there with have- my laptop. Have you have you seen have you seen the meme where it's like there's there's a hole in the freeway and that the the headline is like um 
hole in highway approximately uh like six or seven dishwashers like in no. size and then like the caption is like americans will measure anything uh or will measure something in anything other, other than, the metric than system. Yeah, yeah dude and it's so simple as we do it right so yeah I I'm I happen to be watching having coffee. My computer's there, and I'm like, "Hey, what's also cool is Goyet always throws his all his metrics, which I dig." Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, "Let's see how fast he's going," because I'm always doing that, and I'm going to be racing here pretty soon. And just let me check it out. And I'm like, "Okay, cool. That's that's approximately where I'm at." Like, and I'm thinking, well, and so so obviously we've introduced Ben as yeah. uh, as the guy that like has all of these videos, but like yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about what level of of racer he is, or, or so. Like, we need to make sure that so there's, he's like there's a domestic there. pro, yep. cross country racer, uh, doing cross country pro, you know, elite level stuff always. Mm -hmm. um, so when he lines up, he's lining up with the other domestic pros, right? Like he's he's kind yeah of, yeah he's, he's he's the real deal. He's the real deal. And I think there's even like one of his videos, which always says me versus Ben versus uh, Nino Schurter. And it was just one of the things which he put on. Like, of course, it's also kind of a funny thing, but he's in there doing his shit. Yeah. yeah. But it is funny because so the epiphany that I had, as I tell Eric, because I'm looking, I'm like, huh, it may be his first time down. I don't know, but I'm still watching. I'm like, dude, even still, and I'm watching on the flowy kind of parts and I'm like, that's kind of the speed, like, you know, I think in my head, I was always like, dude, I just figured he'd, and he was a previous state champ also, a cross country California state champ, right? So in my head, mm -hmm. I would always been like, dude, I love the dude's videos, never talked to him, don't know him. But I'm like, there's this whole other level. There's always all these levels around and he's on this whole other level and I'm looking at his metrics of this court sections of the course, man, that I'm like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's about how fast I ride. <laughs> like we would be riding together, mm -hmm. you know, and it really kind of like, man, how to, how had I been thinking about myself Had I had, like, I think you put this, some of the self-limiting things and it got into this discussion of, and the topic of today, like you said, it's still kind of nebulous is you need to periodically or have someone that will at some time just have you reflect and check in on yourself because as i think about it it's just this filter that i'm looking at everything from so it means that mm -hmm. that perspective that i'm seeing from is like i'm like this i'm not at all at that dude's level or there's yeah. no way i could do this or i'm this type of writer person whatever and watching those two sections and I made sure I watched all three because I'm like, dude, I need this. And I'm like, dude, even non-technical, that's like, wow, that's crazy. So that's all yeah. right. And I just have this whole other feel like I've been ready to race. And I'm like, dude, I'm like totally ready. I mean, I stepped up on that podium, right? I got bumped off and I was never going to crush the time. Because they had accidentally put Tinker War as the Masters World Champion in my fucking right, category, right. Huh. which had me at fourth. But then they're like, hey, dude, hold on a second, dude. You're third place. <laughs> the world champion is, was in the wrong category, bro. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just like, I don't know. 
And so what changed in terms of my training, in terms of my fitness capacity skills? Nothing. What Mm -hmm. changed was like how I thought about myself when I made this realization, like, dude, I'm doing pretty much what he's doing. Yeah. And it was like. So I was like, that's why we needed to do this. Like, how we all do that? And I was like, just sometimes we all need to like, you know, how many times, right? We talk to folks or the person you look up to rides better, like, bro, you know, come on, take it easy on me, man. Or yeah, I can't ride with you guys. Or I can't go do that. And it's like, why are you doing that? Because people don't always look at us the way we think about ourselves. And so maybe that's kind of the thing of it i just had to get it out that's why we're coming in this co- this podcast i think it's just important man yeah it, it's interesting like we we create um we create this narrative about ourselves um through a number of of, of different ways right and then like it's really hard to 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 break that and, and you're talking about doing a, an amount of like self-reflection and pausing but without without that moment of like in your face data yeah right like your inner reflection wouldn't have broken that story you were telling yourself true right so like as we think about this and and i'm guilty of it like when i when i was coming out for the california trip um my training isn't what it was uh, a year well isn't what it was a couple years ago um and i was you know i've been sick and dealing with medication changes and all this other crap um so I'm telling myself this story of I'm not going to be able to ride with Rob and Tim. Um, I'm going to get dropped. It's going to be miserable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm going to get an hour into it. And my body's going to see. Like I'm, I'm telling myself this story. Um, and and what I had to do when I was when I was out there with with you both was basically just like ignore the story. Yes. And decide that. I'm just going to go and we'll see what happens. And if I'm, uh, if something like horrible happens, something horrible happens, like, but like letting go of that story. And I think I told you, we talked a little bit about when, uh, one of the nights at your house, like that was a, that was another example of like me living in this amount of fear of like fear of not being good enough after some of the illness crap, fear of not being able to keep up feel of losing the camaraderie because I couldn't um and I I I was in the I was in the plane on the way out there trying to like break out of that story yeah and it's super it's super difficult um and I think like what you tripped on is an outside like objective like empirical data point that lets you go like oh shit like hold on a second this story I've written about myself needs some new information. Yeah. And let me rewrite that a little bit. Um, and then I was thinking a little bit about this today. Like we have, we have within this podcast and within NFR, we, we have touched on uh, a, a couple times like motivation and, um, and, and people have said to us through the, through the, the, the podcast that like what we talk about is motivating and it's hard to like, I don't, I don't want to become like we never would be because we're not tall enough. I don't want to become a Tony Robbins, right? Like we're not, we're not trying to be that. <laughs> yeah. No. But so much of cycling is a mental game yeah. as is so much of life, right? That like yeah. being able to find ways to pull yourself out of um, a narrative and, and get to that next level, like I think is a really interesting conversation to have. 
Yeah. And that's the thing, right? So you hit on a couple of things, man, which is story, the narrative, right? Which is how we make sense of our world. But that's the thing, right? It's like how we make sense of our world from our perspective. So as a fire captain at work, as I'm always trying to prep things either amongst ourselves with my peers or with patients and people who are bystanders, it's like, it's how you frame the thing and the narrative that you're stitching together to be understood and, mm-hmm. and, you know, it either creates unity or division, you know, people that want to help or just not. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's just like, yeah, like you said, we're not trying to be the whole Tony Robbins thing, but on some of these things, man, I mean, I've been riding since I was what, 24. So dude, 28 years on two wheels for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like you started goofing and like, dude, all these years you're still having like these fucking epiphanies. But I love it because it's like, dude, I love watching the UFC. I'm a a big, huge combat sports fan. You know, my kids did Taekwondo. My son wrestled, did Mm jujitsu, all this kind of stuff. And I really respect that stuff. But I also see and I've met some great coaches and talked to these people that have impacted my kids. It's like, dude, they cannot there's a certain point they can't continue to pursue that sport to the degree that they used to when they were younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, and how many old, like, look that's why, right? Old ass cyclists do we see out riding, right? Retirees, different, like just, it's a lifetime sport, man. I told that story before of John Howard whipping my ass up some freaking ride in Escondido, man. And at the time he was 64, dude, just whipping yeah. my ass. And it's like, I wasn't giving it to him, dude. It's just like, dude. <laughs> so that's kind of why I was just like, hey, we got to talk about this, man. Because if it just gets to that, you have that little bit like, shit, I didn't realize I was doing that. Or like you yeah. said, the importance of empirical data, which is why I'm a big power guy. I'm not overwhelmed with all the numbers, but I'm using them. And I have the sense that I could look at things and make a comparison and like, it was such a crazy, like you said, epiphany, man. But like having this, so there are a couple of different things there. Having that data um, available to you and knowing um, the objective numbers that you have allowed you to see someone else's numbers and be like, oh, hold on a second. Yes. Right? So there's there's that piece um, where like data is important and it's a way to take feeling out of it. Yeah. Um, and, and I lost my other point. So I'm just going to have another <laughs> drink. What the fuck was it? <laughs> This is this is this is good radio. Um, oh damn it! Oh, the other part of it is is like you talked about writing for what you said twenty eight years. Yeah, right. Sheesh. And and you're still learning things. And you yeah. and I talk and you and I talk to people all the time that it's their first year on a bike. They're they're overwhelmed. Yeah. They think that we know everything. Oh. We we don't know we don't know everything. Um, and that's like a perfect example about how of how even 28 years into it, you continue to learn and grow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we should never, we should never be, um, ashamed is too strong a word, right? I don't, I don't know what the right word is, but we should never be, um, too hard on ourselves about being continual learners. And that should be part of the process that, um, hopefully we can embrace and enjoy is like understanding that, like, I don't know everything. It's kind of fun to learn new stuff and connect new synapses and do all that fun thing things so i don't know i i think that 
there's there's the story of you know how do you how do you work with the narrative that you create about yourself and and use that in a way to expand your opportunities and not limit them so there's that part of the conversation the other part of the conversation is we're lifelong learners and cycling while it's one of the most simple and direct things you can do where every ounce of power that you put into the pedal translates to a movement and the more that you put in you can feel that movement increase like it's very direct that simplicity is uh, is is a little bit deceiving like there's a lot to learn there's a lot to do the mental game that comes into it all that fun stuff yeah all of the nuance that like also really has shit to do with racing right like obviously you understanding where 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 you are based off of that and uh, that video in regards to a race is part of it but uh as we've talked about within nfr and like that community racing isn't the only way right yeah it's just one thing we're talking within this framework right it's topical for me and where i'm going but again what's i think more important for both of us is this this like that feeling right but like me and eric like we always say right i've been socal he's in boston and there's been different times we've been in different places but we've always uh been able to just maintain that friendship and that uh, connection th through the bike and on the bike when we can. And that's what's right. This whole thing was kind of born out of like, dude, how do we <laughs> share this with other people? Right. Like I was saying earlier is like, man, my big vision is like, you know, like you said, he's sporting an NFR T-shirt and you're doing some ride or you're at a bike shop in Wisconsin, somewhere we never have been or maybe never will go. And someone else sees you like, dude, NFR, nice. And you could just cruise up and, they, you know, there's like a connection there just right there. Just seeing that like, all right, man, you know, so. Yeah, this is a hard this is just like yeah. us wrapping nebulous. I, but I got to say in that thing, like you were talking about, like, again, back to narrative, back to all this stuff. Cause I know it raises a lot of questions. People are like, yeah, I do, but you're doing this or how do you do this? So here's us like a general framework. Cause I could hear just some of the questions, like as I get them sometimes, mm -hmm. how do you go through that? How do you get to the point where I'm at to make a realization like that? And I usually just say, Hey, like you talked about someone there within the first year, there's, they're typically having a tough time first season, whatever in the beginning, you're going to suck. And it's okay to say that. I always tell people that. I tell new firemen. I tell new whatever. There's new high school wrestlers. Like, in the beginning, you're new, right? Yeah. And you probably suck. <laughs> and you're going to suck for a while. And that's okay. That person there that just looks like, what the hell? That looks like they're doing something completely different than me. They've been doing it a long time and just putting a lot of energy into that. So if you could do that first piece of like, Hey, all beginners suck, not in a derogatory thing, but so when it happens and you're like trying to catch up or eating shit, or you just can't do stuff, it's like, it's cause you're a beginner, man. That's okay. You can't do everything. Expect some adversity mm -hmm. in that center part as you, as you keep going and also give yourself some grace yep. because there's going to be those times. Right. So Eric talks about that plane ride. Indeed. We had a, that was a good talk about just all that stuff. And Eric was telling me all the shit he was going through. Cause we had been always doing a certain 
level of riding and doing certain other things. And, and so he had this whole other story. It's like, so it's like not just breaking out of the story, but you were rewriting the story, right. As you were going. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a thing. Like I take that line from you. It's like, give yourself some grace. So there's plenty of times when I came over to mountain biking and, you know, after whatever that was, 22 years on the road, never did a BMX, never rode a freaking mountain bike, crashing all over the fucking place. <laughs> I have stars all over my body. But I mean, like I used to tell you, I like, dude, I don't know, man. I mean, I did the burn the boat style and sold all my road shit because I'm like, I got to learn. I got to learn or I'm going to go do the road and I'm not going to do the work here I want to do because it's putting yeah. me in places I want to be. But I just sucked. It's fucking okay, man. I just fucking sucked at the time and hung in there and had to give myself the grace to just like, dude, I'm just going to, I was able to do it on a road bike. I had the faith that I could do it in the dirt. Took a while. Here I am, man. So. Yeah, it, it's like that, <clears throat> that level of, uh, of exposure and expertise. It's just, it's, it's hard or like not even expertise, like just that level of, like being a beginner and, and it's just, it's kind of a shit show, right? Like it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And there was, uh, I'm going to probably mess it up, but there there's, there was this NPR segment that Ira Glass did a long time ago about, um, <clears throat> as you're starting to like come into something and work on it and, and all of like, and he was using like artists and writers as an example. Mm. Um, like as you start to play in that space, you've developed an amount of, of taste or understanding about that space and your skills as a beginner are so far beneath that. Like there's this gap between yeah. what you, what you, what you know is right and what you're able to, to achieve. And you just have to, you have to continue honing your craft and that gap gets narrower and narrower to the point where at some, at some juncture, you're going to come up to where, your ability now matches that taste and that desire to create that you had in a way that, um, that feels right. And I think it's the same way with, uh, with cycling. I think it's the same way with almost anything that you do. When you start, these processes feel like really like I've got so much that I have to worry about and take care of. And then as you get better and better at them, it's like, it doesn't even feel like anything anymore. It's automatic. Yeah. Um, but the danger of that automatic is that that narrative that you fall into, right? Because like that automatic you fell into is like, I'm a sport mountain bike rider training the best I can, but these other people are at a different level. Um, and then you got some information that reframed that. So uh, we're, we're, we're coming up onto the time where we typically do the, yeah. the takeaways. So I want to, I want to talk about, some some ideas and i'll just be honest i had to google this because like neither rob or i are psychologists and don't don't know all of this but we've 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 had these struggles we've had to work yeah. through like kind of breaking through some of these things so um i have a list here that i can go through of ways to like start to rewrite that narrative or or, yeah. or challenge it um but i don't know if you have anything you want to add before that i would say right before and it's a book i just read and i can't remember the guy's name and it's about using an alias mm. so mm. when you just feel it were, and i used to do it i think in weird little small micro ways but this I f and i forget these are things like get for folks interested in the book stuff but anyway so he just said 
sometimes to take those steps that are so huge or within the context, like you were just talking about the gap just seems like, dude, that's unbelievable. What would the super you or they, the alias. So this guy's whole business was all about helping people to create, you know, uh, what was he? He had a couple examples, but like, Kobe Bryant was one, the Black Mamba mm-hmm. and Beyonce Knowles was Sasha Fierce. And they said they had just had all this angst, uncertainty. Yeah. So what they did was to say, well, what if you had an alter ego or, you know, mm-hmm. all superheroes almost have that. So, yeah, little bits here and there. I've been using those little things just like, OK, man, you know, what would this super Rob do right it's like well fuck he'd probably do this to that you know and it's it is weird that you just like you're gonna up level and you're gonna like okay expand just a little bit and it's just just the thought of it it is a trippy concept but it works yeah i think there have been there have been a lot of examples where like that alter ego gives you an amount of freedom that you don't have otherwise and, and you can push some boundaries that way and i think that ties in with um, some of the, the self-talk that we've talked about before and doing that in third person, right? Instead of yeah. saying, I, I, it's like, yeah, Eric can do this. Eric yes. can right? yes. like having that, that, that other perspective and voice. So I think maybe the, the, the alter ego part maybe taps into that a little bit. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's all I got. Alias. I think that's a big deal <laughs> because also if you fail, right. You can hang it up on that alter mm. ego because you're going to also fail. You're going to eat shit. You're going to come yeah, up yeah. short. It doesn't mean you suck as in terms of I'm a bad person or I'm a just like I'm all a mess because I can't do that. Just like, no, you just can't do that thing right now. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, failure is such an interesting thing. Um, and it's it's very easy to take it negatively and, and have that push you down. But like uh when you when you fail at something, when you try something and it doesn't work the way you wanted it to the first time, like you should celebrate the success of having the opportunity or balls or yeah. whatever, just to fucking try it, right? Yeah. Like that's that's a success. Trying yeah. it is a success. Um, and if it didn't work out, you probably learned from it, and you've got an opportunity to 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 try it again. Like it's yeah. just it, again, I, I've wanted to for a while, and and maybe there's a way to do it. Uh, the few editions I've tried of it. Um, or I tried just haven't come out the way I wanted it to. It's like a Stoics guide to cycling because there's so much around cycling and 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 pushing through things that translates into pushing through regular shit in in, in life. But I'll right. I'll save that one for another day. Um, okay. In the meantime, how do we break out of this narrative? How do we challenge our own narrative in a way that allows us to? Uh, break out of a rut or, or move to the next step. And again, I've, I've, I've got, I'm just going to end up reading this so I don't yeah. sound like a complete idiot. Uh, <laughs> so one of, one of the first things that, that people talk about is like identifying the fact that this is a belief. It's not a fact, right? Like you're believing something that you can challenge. Um, yeah. So identify that it's a belief. It's a story you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're telling yourself that story, why not tell yourself a different one right? and try to leverage that? Um, so recognizing that it's a belief, challenging that belief. Um, uh, let's see, what else do we have here? And then like, they say put it into practice. <clears throat> but that's a, that's a little bit harder to do sometimes. But they do have a thing here, which you touched on a little bit about how you and I kind of like interplay. 
get an outside perspective, get a mentor to, to work through that challenge. So if you've got this narrative of, I'm not going to be able to do whatever, um, talk to somebody about it. Be like, Hey man, I'm feeling like I can't do this. And hopefully you've got a good friend like I do and Rob, where he can be like, dude, that's bullshit. You can do whatever the (laughs) fuck you want. It may not be awesome the first time, but you can do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just recognize that this conversation you're having with yourself is just that. And you as a, as a human being are malleable and can change and can grow and can do these things. And the mm-hmm. first step in being able to do that is believing that you should at least try. Yeah. Two things on that right before you go, because you said, remember, this is important. Beliefs are not fact. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not necessary. Sometimes it is, sometimes it ain't. So you got to challenge it and you said, how do you do it? So I would just say those times we can always break those things down, take a component of that limiting belief, you know, and there's some component of it. You can experiment on a bit and then if you can baby successfully baby step, whatever that is, then you can stitch them together, chain them together right. and then get yourself down there. So here, here's a, here's a, and, and I know we're running up on time, so I'm going to make this quick, but here's like a practical example of this. Like you and I, um, and if Tim's listening, he'll 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 chuckle at this too. Like we pay attention to uh, Phil Guyman, right? Who was a yeah. <laughs> he was a, he was a continental pro at first. He's written a couple books that are amazing. You should read yeah. all those. Yeah. Uh, then he went to the world tour. Then he came back, um, and and now he's kind of a a, a Strava KOM uh, personality, right? So he puts a bunch of his stuff on stuff up on YouTube as he's doing these KOM hunts. And you can watch him do 420 watts for 25 minutes, right? Crazy, man. So a belief that I might have is there's no fucking way I could do 425 (laughs) watts for 15 minutes, much less 25. Um, So that's a belief I hold. Uh, The truth is I can't do it right now because I don't put in near the amount of work and time that he's put in. But that doesn't mean that I couldn't try and start to get closer. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing preventing me from getting way closer to that, um, than I am today Correct. other than, yeah. than my own belief. If I say yeah. I could never do that and then I don't try, well then I've just like fucking carved out my own destiny. Yeah. Where if I say I can't do that today, but that's something I want to do. And I've got a bunch of information about how he does it. Yeah. Why can't I start to adopt that and, and watch myself get closer and closer to it? Tell myself a different story about the possibility of it um, and like watch that gap get closer. Yeah. Yeah. So believe in yourself, shift that perspective one way or another. Data is a good way to do it. Rob's example uh, of, of seeing that data is, is another good, but like objective versus subjective is always better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And ideally, right, sometimes we use uh, the social and the, it gives it makes people feel shitty about themselves. Oh, right. But Phil, Ben, all these guys, when I throw shit up there, too, I'm not throwing numbers. I'll, I'll whatever. I'll start doing that, too. But it, I, those guys are just like, check this shit out, man. So you could just see and you can do it. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not like flying to the moon and you don't even have a rocket or any kind of way to make it happen in your lifetime. It's like, check this shit out. Like, 
try it, man. I'm just showing you all. It's all yeah. here. Right. And then, yeah. and so it's, that's how we share. Right. That's how I share. It's just like, check it out. Just fucking check it out, man. Like, fuck, that's cool. Where is it? It's like, it's over here. Fucking go check it out. Like, fuck, cool. And then those are some of the best conversations, right? When you get someone like, dude, saw your video. I went over to, I saw that stitch of trail. Fuck, it was cool, man. I just, right on, dude. That's what, this, that's this whole thing again, right? Back to this thing. It's like, just trying to share, man. Just trying to share. Yep. I, I hope that like, I know that like the, the podcasts go from things that are f- like fairly concrete, like the equipment conversation to things that are abstract like this. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, but it, it, it's all like encompassing around, um, the, the idea and culture of cycling. So, um, yeah. feel free to let us know what resonates more with you. Are these yeah. kind of abstract, weird, mental, <laughs> Um, <laughs> conversations valuable? Do they help you, or do you want us to stick to like the more concrete stuff that's uh, that's that's easier to to grab onto? Yeah. Um, let us know. Hit us up in uh, uh, in in the socials. You can like Twitter. Uh, you can comment on. Uh, well, you can do it in the reviews and iTunes. Just give us give us a heads yeah. up. Let us know. Yeah, please reach out. Yeah. Yep. And this will be one of the longer episodes we've done in a while. So thank you for hanging in there. Um, I'm going to cut us off until next time. Um, believe in yourself. Whether you think you can or can't, you're right. And uh, until then, just keep going. Yeah, keep on going, man. Right on, brother. Thanks again. All right. Yep, thanks. Uh, always a good time. <laughs>